Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, welcome back. couple of things. First of all, uh, that guy that was uh, – we had a caller during the break. They were called it and, and advised Abner and the RV people not to do anything at Arrowhead Stadium yeah. because uh, how did it work out for the Niners when they de- defaced it's our true. Rocky statue? Yeah, it's true. Leave it alone. Don't tempt karma. Don't do anything. And before Barrett Brooks comes on, because I'm sure he's about to – Let's have an operatic version of the Eagles fight song. Listen to this one. Fly, 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 Eagles fly on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles, fight, Eagles. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. We'll hit them low, hit them high. And watch our Eagles fly, Eagles fly. Eagles fly, score a touchdown, one, two, three. Eagles fly on the road to victory. Eagles fly, fly, fly. And you know what? I may ask people to send me via radioman610 at gmail.com their child singing the uh, the fight song. And my only requirement would be that the child please be under five years of age. Good luck. Because, I, well, that's what I said to my wife when I assigned her to do it with my own grandkids. And I have nothing to show for it, even though my little uh, grandson, Dash, two years old, sings it all freaking day. You have to catch them unawares. Yeah. yeah. If you yes. read the minute you put the tape on, they choke. Yeah. I've seen that. It's called being Mike shot. It has never been a problem for Keith Jones, and it's certainly not a problem for our guest from NBC Sports Philadelphia, Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks. Hi, Barrett. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? All right, Barrett. Let's go back to when you were in the Super Bowl with the uh, Steelers. What's it like five days before the Super Bowl for the players? What does it feel? What do you feel right now? Well, I'll tell you the truth, this is the last day the players will really get a chance to really take in what it is to be in the Super Bowl because come tomorrow morning when they start practicing again, they'll be all about business. They'll be all about them winning the Super Bowl. Um, you two usually get there Monday. Well, you get there Sunday, like rather Sunday. Monday you usually have the uh, media day. Tuesday's the day where they let you go out a little bit, let your hair down, and you enjoy the moment of being in the Super Bowl. But come Wednesday morning, it's time to focus get that normality of practicing, get yourself in, in, in the mindset that this is a business trip. So that's what they're going through right now. They're going to let their hair down a little bit today, 
but then they'll be back to business come Wednesday and ready to go and obtain the goal that they need to win the Super Bowl. Hey, Barrett, uh, I used to work with a man named Tom Brookshire, and we used to do pregame shows from a tent outside of Veterans Stadium. And I'm telling you, this is years after he had played. And as the time got closer to kickoff, he would get more and more excited, more and more right. like he was going to still play. Do you still get uh, – it's almost 20 years for you now, Barrett, since you played. Do you still, before the game, start to feel something like you're going back out there? I, I get irritated a little bit. You know, I got to catch myself because I'm not playing and I get worked up like I am. Um, you know, as you know, me going into that 49ers week, I started getting more and more irritated because I hated the disrespect that everybody was giving the Eagles and, and giving this this um, 49ers team all this praise and everything. So it really got me mad. So this week, same things happen. I feel it. I feel it. Innate hatred starting to go up and well up on an opponent that I have nothing against. You know, Big Red is a is a is a great guy, but now he's the enemy, and I I, I want to choke him out right now. And and, it, and it's it's starting to bother me a little bit. But I can't help myself, man. I start getting nervous. I start feeling, you know, almost a little bit of anxiety because I want to hit somebody and I can't. You know what I mean? So I'm glad I'm here uh, at home rather than being up in the studio with you guys because I wouldn't be very nice today. I, I must admit, I wouldn't be very nice. No, I'll be honest. If you hit bar cam before the game, people would understand. <laughs> it would be like if you I'd came watch. out in the post game and he had a welt on his eye, that would be good TV. Just saying. All right, uh, Barrett, I'm really curious. So you play for the Eagles, you play for the Steelers. Which fan base? You've seen us both in the biggest moments. Which fan base cares more? Um, You know, the, the passion for both fan bases is great, but it's a difference in the fan bases. You know, I think that I know the Eagles fan base are more passionate about the production on the field. They care more about what the Eagles are giving them because, it, you know, it's a matter of fact that they feel as though they pay your salary. You know, they really feel as though they're a major part of giving you your money because they come and they support you and they do everything for you. It's different with the, the, the Steelers fan base because, you know, they lose. It's like, oh, all right, we'll get them next time. You lose in Philly, it's like, no, nah, uh-uh. Hey, get your stuff together. We don't play that. You know what I mean? So it's a difference in the love that the fan base have for you. They'll still let you eat free and everything else and be the happiest fan base in the world. But, no, it's an expectation in Philadelphia sports, not just in football, but in all sports in Philadelphia. You have to go out there, commit to winning, and give a winning product, or they're going to let you know about it. I love Other that. Other fan bases don't do that. I love that. We, Jonesy, there's a, a, we have a double-edged sword. Yeah, we we'll do. We'll cut you if you, if you let us down. Yes. All right. <laughs> right. All right, Barrett, here's the thing, all right? Now, uh normally I'm under the impression you're an offensive lineman. Team with the best lines wins the game. Is that usually how that plays out? Absolutely. Absolutely. You look at the teams that have success. They have great offensive lines, great defensive lines. Even Tom Brady and Belichick up there in, in Cheaterville, um, they they have great offensive lines. That's why you hear a lot about their offensive linemen. You hear a lot about, about their defensive linemen. You know, those guys really win championships. The trench warfare is where it's all at. That's why the Eagles have been so successful, and that's why the gold standard that, you know, Harry Rosen, not Harry Rosen, but, you know, the, the ownership, you know, Mr. Lurie talks about, that's where it comes from, their ability to go in. I mean, if you look at Mr. Lurie, the first three players that he drafted was, you know, back in 95 was Mike Mamula, and in the second round it was Bobby Taylor, but then it was Barrett Brooks. 
They always wow. start with getting offensive and defensive linemen. It's, <laughs> it's kind of been a trait that they followed throughout the history of, of Mr. Lurie's reign as being, the, you know, the Eagles um, owner. Well, you're proud of that. You're, you're proud of being in Lurie's first draft class, aren't you, Barrett? Absolutely, absolutely. It's cool. <laughs> All right, Barrett, I got to know this. This is the thing. So the pro football focus, you watch line play. We really don't. We watch the ball. They broke down the Eagles' offensive line. Now, I'm not going to be on. I'm not going to lie to you. Sam Allen did not grade out great, middle of the row. But the you other, don't like him. He's better than you think. Uh, look, I'm I not. Know. I'm not grading it. Pro Football Focus, call down. I, all right, but here's the not thing. Always right. Now listen to the other four, though, Barrett, because it's not the way you would normally rank them. This is just the playoffs. All right, number one, both the run and the pass, Jordan Mailata. Number two, Dickerson. Number five, Lane Johnson. Number eight, Kelsey. Are you seeing what they're seeing? Has Maialata actually been better than Lane Johnson? Well, you know, a couple of games he didn't play. You know, Lane didn't play. No, just the playoffs. The play- just the playoffs. Oh, well, just the playoffs. You look at it. I mean, Maialata's been playing at a high level. And you look at the majority of the scores that they've had have come off the left side. And why is that? Because that's where all the beef is. You know, remember the old – when this commercial, where's the beef? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's 360 pounds on one side uh, at the tackle position and 350 pounds on the left guard position. Why wouldn't you run behind, run behind those two Goliath, uh, Goliath, you know, grouper type of guys? You know what I'm saying? Those are the biggest fish you can go behind. So why wouldn't you run behind those guys? And that's where the production is coming from. They were mauling that left side, which that's the right side of the defense against the 49ers. They didn't have a clue. They didn't have a prayer of being able to, you know, to, to stop these guys from coming off the ball. And that's their major trait. That's what they do best. So you run behind the big guys. You know, big guys beat up little guys. We heard Chip Kelly say that. That's the only thing he got right here was to get big guys to come off the ball, hit, and just roll guys up out of there. And that's why you see the production on that left side being the best in the NFL. I love it. Barrett, last thing. Who's winning the game Sunday? Is there any clue? This will be this. It'll be convincingly too. It won't. It's not going to be this one or two points. Everybody thinking they're going to kick a field goal. It's going to be a last second defensive play. And no, it's going to be convincing. They're going to go out there, take care of business. They're going to box in Patrick Mahomes, and they're going to win the game. You know, I, I can't wait. In fact, I can give you my score now. My score: twenty-six, twenty. Eagles win. I'll take it, Barrett Brooks. We love your work, my brother. Be well. Appreciate Thanks, Barrett. It. Good yep. stuff from Barrett Brooks today. You know, everybody's convinced the Eagles are yep. – many are convinced. The Eagles are going to have this blowout victory over the Chiefs. You know, the, the Chiefs, three losses. They have the same record as the Eagles. They lost by a combined 10 points. Yeah. They don't get blown out. I'm very – I do not want a tense game, but I, I'm expecting one. I think it'll be tight. On the line with us now is a Bobby from the city, and he is going to Arizona. Bobby, you're going? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm flying out Friday morning, and I come home on the red eye Monday night, getting home on Tuesday morning. And you have tickets to the game? I have tickets to the game, yes. Who do you know? Uh, I lucked out. I'm the season ticket holder. So uh, I got a pretty sweet deal. I got four tickets at face value downstairs. I was able to flip two of those tickets. And uh, for airfare, hotel, and tickets, 
for me and my wife, I'm all in for 4500 bucks. That's you got That's the best deal I've heard so far, Bobby. And you Absolutely. have you have I thought you were going to say that maybe Jason Kelsey hooked you up cuz didn't you get Kelsey the mama, uh, outfit he wore? I did. Yes. All right, so do you have any idea, will he do the same thing if they win, or what's going to happen with the mummer thing? Well, if he wants to, we'll give him one. But let me tell you about Jason. He's a bright guy. He's a creative guy. They've never done that. If he he does something, he'll do something else because he's such a creative genius. That's incredible. All right, Bobby, so you're taking your wife to the actual game, right? Yes. How we, I mean, have you gone before to the Super Bowl? No, nah, this will be my first one. What are you feeling right now? Share it with the audience. I, I, I'm, I am just super excited. I had friends who went to Minnesota, and I really had no desire to go there just because of the weather. But um, like a lot of guys, so I'm 62, so I was 57 when we won. I had tears because my dad had died a few years ago. He turned me on the football. My best friend had passed away. So like a lot of guys in my generation, there were a lot of tears flowing that night in Minnesota. So uh, I, I'm just looking forward to be there. Um, we fly home Tuesday. The parade will be Wednesday, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Bobby, how long you been married? 11 years. All right, Bobby, Eagles win final play. What do you do with your wife? Oh, I, I hug her. I kiss her. Uh, you know, uh, my, you know, it, it's, it's just going to be beautiful. Wow. Uh, you know, we were out there, uh, my wife and I, we were at the uh, NFC Championship game with the Niners. We were out on Broad Street together. Uh, you know. It's just great. Baby making time. I love it. Bobby, stop it. He's 62. Can't say Johnson, that, Johnson. get your head what? out of it. What's wrong with you? Bobby, you... Bobby, I Jeez. love your story. Please bring it home for us. Absolutely. Fly, Eagles, fly. Go, right, Bobby, I got a prize today. Give me somebody from the media who's famous. Oh, I'm actually going to go with that fantastic podcast duo. Jason and Travis the Kelsey's as podcasters. That's excellent. Very timely. And key, uh, the uh, judge today is Mr. John Johnson. I like that he's one. He's a media. Uh, uh, he's a big media star himself. Sure, why not? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. When we return, all right, we have uh, coming on. Doctor Fish is coming on very shortly because he's concerned about the mental health of Philadelphia. Because when your expectations get higher then it's a longer way down if they don't go well. And Dr. Fish will help you cope with all contingencies when we return. WIP Sports Time is 8.15. Welcome back. I'm all tangled up here, Josie. Talk for a second. What's going on? He's what like, did you do He's tied there. up around his wire. No, he, yeah, he got his, mic, his, his uh, headphone crossed. wire Arthur on right. his chair yeah, and his leg. That's, that's a little better. I got, shame. I got to be honest with you. I, I was having a fascinating conversation with Clifford W. Lett. That's a first. Because, no, because I was talking to Cliff. No, it was not a first. I was talking to Cliff about the fact that uh, Dr. Joel Fish is coming up. Yeah. And I've been using this analogy recently that, like, it, five years ago, Eagle fans, in a way, lost their virginity. Yeah. Because we won our first Super Bowl. And it was found money. It was not it expected. Was not, it was yeah. not expected. Yeah. And, you know, you got lucky. It was 2 a.m. in the bar, and uh, somebody was ready. Nobody yeah. got lucky. That's, somebody got lucky. wouldn't really but go that way. But thing. So there's no way, Jonesy, once you have reached that pinnacle, that you would ever experience the same joy the second time. I, I believe but you're But right. I am feeling as excited now as I was the first time. Yeah, it's different for you this time. On and a maybe, personal yeah, level, it's coming to an right. end. 
I got so what a way to end it, right? And I'll be honest, I thought that was the only time for me. Yeah, the fact that I am back getting lucky a second time—that's exciting. It's remarkable. Francisco knows this. He's a young man, right, Francisco? Right, Angela. Wait first till your time. first time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Francisco, uh, give me the final results of our first question and our second question. All right, so the final results for the first one. Uh, Sirianni, look, 76%, followed by Robbie Thompson yep. at 16. Torch he at is seven. definitely best represents the spirit of the sports fan. Let's go historic with this. Which all-time coach or manager best represented the spirit of Philadelphia sports fans? Buddy Ryan. Wow. Fred Shero. Yeah. Yeah, walked together forever. Larry Boa and Andy Reid. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you know, Ray, if I didn't know myself better, I rigged hmm. that one. Is this Andy Reid Appreciation what? Day again? I think I think what are you I doing? I think I might have slightly rigged that. All right, get the plug it. He's very nervous. He's not gonna Come plug on, it. Kid. Go ahead. All right, brought to you by Armin Chevrolet, routine maintenance to major. Uh, engine repairs, Armin Chevrolet Service Center. We'll keep your car running great. Certified service, ArminChevy.com. Yeah, we don't worry that much about that stuff. Yeah. But thank you oh, for doing it. Appreciate that a lot. Yeah, it's kind of have to do it. It's, no, it's, I think uh, right now, deal. unless you don't want to get paid, then you don't have to do yeah, it. You don't appear to be concerned about that. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's not. When you reach the finish <laughs> yes. line, you become less concerned. The rest of us would like to continue our employment. I understand that, and I, I wish you well with that. Uh, David's up next, and he lived in Kansas City. Hi, Dave. David, are you there? I'm here. Hello. You once lived in the hell that is Kansas City, Missouri. Is that correct? I grew up in the Delco, and... People tell me to shut your Delco voice. Yeah. But yeah, I went to college in Kansas City. I stayed there 30 years. Now I'm living in Key West. But if you think Patrick Mahomes is not going to slay the Eagles this week, you're cray cray. Okay. Wow. So the 30 well, let years. Let me explain there. something. First of all, you're too old to say cray cray. Yeah. Secondly, the fact that you live 30 years in that hellhole tells me you're not overly bright. Well, I, seriously, Angelo, mm. Philadelphia right now is a hellhole, so shut up. Oh, really? Dave, 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 don't do this. You don't want to do this, David. First of no, all, first I, of I, all, I, you're I, now I, in Key West. Sloppy right? Joe's is there. So, first of all, you couldn't have thought that much of it if you left. All right, so there's the first thing. Secondly, you've already used the term cray-cray, which tells me you're a jackass. All right, and thirdly, (laughs) on Sunday, you're going to find out what 16 other teams have found out this year. You're going to get your ass kicked. You understand that, Dave? You know what? Um, When the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You can do it. Slow down. We don't. We want to make sure even the people of Kansas City understand what you're saying. So take plenty of time. No, I. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, yeah, I was so happy for my father who got to see it. Yeah, he passed last year. Okay. So now, game's over. Chiefs are going to beat the Eagles. It's going to happen. They're called Eagles. Dave, do you understand? You have uh, already you have established to the Philadelphia audience today 
You're even a horrible son. Did someone dial right? the numbers for you? Yeah. The, the fact, <laughs> the fact that what, your dad, what, no, no. your dad brought you, you no, up. What did, what did Jonesy just say? He said that someone oh dialed God. the phone for you because you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, get out of here. Oh, no my God, Jersey. I got no time. I got no time for that. That is the line of the day. That was, uh, that was actually rather rude, but so it was fine. I enjoyed it. He was it. happy for his dad, but as soon as his dad dropped dead, yeah. he hates the Eagles now. Do you wow. understand something? You honor your family by doing what they did and carrying on this great tradition, you moron. <laughs> All right, anyway, what I'm a liar with us. From the Centers from Sports Psychology. He should talk to that jackass. Here's Dr. Joe Fish. Hi, Dr. Fish. Good morning, Angel. That's a tough act to follow. No, it's not a tough <laughs> act. You're Dr. Joe Fish. You're smarter than us. It's not a tough <laughs> act at all. All right, Doc, here's what I'm trying to understand. So when we won it all five years ago, my own brain said to me, well, it'll never be that exciting again. But it seems like it is. Explain why. We have this high again five years later. Well, it's even higher. I, I think this year exceeds the excitement from five years ago. And I think the main reason is in 18, when we went five years ago, uh, we were cautiously emotionally. It was cautious for us to emotionally get all in. Why? Because we'd never won a Super Bowl before. We'd had so many disappointments. We were the number one seed, but we were going up against Brady versus Foles, Belichick, Peterson, it felt at some level like David and Goliath to get over the hump. Mm. So whenever you're cautious emotionally, it's hard to get as excited. This team, on the other hand, has earned our trust. They've led wire to wire. They've met every challenge. So I think we're in emotionally with our head and our heart. And when you're in emotionally with your heart, the highs are higher, and that's what we're hearing, and that's what we're feeling in the city right now. Hey, Doc, um, Clifford W. Letts on, normally is our NASA correspondent, but he said to me, he made an allusion to, to sex, and he said that five years ago when we won it, like that was the end of our virginity. But Cliff, using himself as an example, said the second time was more satisfying for him because he knew what he was doing. Do you sense here that now that we've experienced it once, we understand how thrilling it is and can't wait to do it again? Yeah, I, I, I think that it exceeded our expectations, the yep. party, the game itself. We won with big plays. It wasn't just that we won. It was how we won. And I just think this team is not only likable, but the other piece of it is they've been so expressive about how important the fans are. Jaylen, it hurts when he goes up and wins the NFC Championship, says we need you, we appreciate you. And I think that's even made the excitement even more because we have a bond with this team that they've expressed and so, yeah, we've experienced it once, like we understand what may be coming, and they've really included us in a way that's made us feel even more special. But, Doc, there's another side to this. When your expectations get even higher, when you get even more excited, it's a bigger drop if you don't win. How should people guard against the potential disappointment of not winning this Super Bowl? Well, I, I think the pros far outweigh the cons, Angelo, in terms of emotionally going all in. I think as a fan base, we're in a different place now. The Eagles started that. The Phillies kept that going. So, of course, we're going to be disappointed. 
well, because our expectations are so high. But we're in a different place right now. I think we'll do what we always do. We pick ourselves up. We get ready for the next season. And I think um, the pros far outweigh the cons because if the buildup for this game is even more exciting, then the party, if we do get there, is even going to be better. Doc, I didn't want to make this personal, but now I need to. For me personally, Doc, not only do I have writing on this, the fact that the I could leave my tenure here at WIP with Super Bowl championship, but if we don't, we lose to my arch nemesis, Andy Reid. You know I have an actual unnatural hatred for Andy Reid. How do I cope if Reid wins the final battle? Well, you know, I, I know you've had a grudge against him in a lot of ways because he, he's crossed some lines with you, Angelo, in he terms sure of has. his ethics and his values, and that's that's a cardinal principle of yours. Yep. Um, I, I just think that you want to go all in like you have been, knowing that you're not alone and that so many people are going to support you and we're all going to support each other if it doesn't happen. But don't hold yourself back from going all in because I know you're fearful of that, but trust yourself and trust us that we're all going to help you get through it together, and we'll all get through it together if things don't turn out our way. So I should go all in and, and just be able to handle it if if I need to. Self, you will be able to handle it. We'll all I'm be not able positive to I will, Doc. Doc, I could well, see myself in three months having dreams with a big fat guy in red floating over my head. Oh, no, that's that balloon that was up in the air over <laughs> yeah, the U.S. It's going to look like <laughs> it's going to look like the balloon, but it's going to have Reed's face on it. And then, Doc, what I'm going to want to do is shoot it down. <laughs> see the problem? I get it. I, I, I get it, but take the risk, Angelo. Take the risk going in all emotionally, and, all and right, I say Doc. that to everybody too. You're gonna you're you're gonna be fine either way. But let's think positive here. Doc, I love your work, man. You're the best. Centers for Sports Psychology, Dr. Fish. It's been nothing but an honor talking to you all these times. You're an amazing young man. He's old. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> He's not amazing. Bye, right. bye, Doc. <laughs> Doc, we love you, man. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Jonesy? He's rude to people. Dr. Fish is great. Ladies and gentlemen, the great, great. babe Ruth is out of line. Hi, Ruthie. Hey, good morning, everybody. Ruta, how you feeling? We're only five days away. I know. It is so exciting. It's like every day gets a little, you know, even more so. Um, I I actually have a dilemma right now. because right. What is it? Uh, well, we my daughter got us some Flyers tickets for Sunday's game. She didn't know at the time it was the, the Super Bowl. It's a good day. We, well, we had a party last time. So everybody's like, well, you have to have a party. You know, the mojo thing. Yep. And we start playing in this party. And all of a sudden, I'm looking in the calendar. I'm like, oh, my God. We're going to the Flyers. Times right, what the time's the game? One o'clock. One o'clock. Oh, you're good. Yeah. yeah uh, that's not the problem. The problem is we're going to be downtown. Where can I watch the game? Ah, uh, where could that? Uh, I would uh, go. That is a, a problem. A great sports bar. There's a ton of great sports bars. What a day you could have. The, the appetizer is a nice Flyers victory. Are they going to win that game, Jonesy? Yes, they will. They will win the game. Jonesy's guaranteeing it. So then at 3.30, you're out of sports they should, You know bar. what they should have done is just yep. left the arena open yeah. and put the yeah. game on. I bet you it would be packed in there to watch the Super Bowl on the arena. And that's arena. what I thought they might that's do. A, that would be a – But go right up to my friend Pete at Chickies and Pete's. But, They're going to want a party. They'll be there. Pack, remember, a lot of these places are you got to buy like a package just because – Oh, you do? The Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 They don't, otherwise, it would be overrun and insane. Ah. So I, th- yeah. I believe like they're selling tables. 
Yeah, like he can't even get into Xfinity Live. It's, I yeah. think. Yeah. Wow, that's true. Like, Here's the uh, thing, though, no, Ruth. You're going to – look, yeah, those hours before the game at 630, they're yeah. very tense. It's actually good that you're out doing something. Not that I would you be, know, but you should. Well, be. yeah, I want to be out drinking. I just got to figure out where. <laughs> there'll be, believe me, there'll be a lot of booze. Ruth, are we going to win another Super Bowl? We're going to win another Super Bowl so that you can go out on top. Name me a media giant. Johnson's the judge. Who you got? Oh, my God. Any um, media giant. Oh. Uh, Keith Jones. Keith Jones. Keith Jones. <laughs> media giant Keith There's Jones. nothing no. wrong with that. Keith Jones has mastered more than one media. I only have four prizes. That's okay. Keith Jones is great on TV. He's great on radio. And I heard he would be great if somebody gave him a movie role. If I only had five prizes. Two, one, five. Listen to what the man just told you, Johnson. <laughs> oh, what'd you say? He Why aren't you taking truth. notes oh, when I, I wasn't. Li- I wasn't okay. You should be learning how to what you're doing. <laughs> when we return, it's time for you to call us. Nothing but calls. We come back. WIP Sports Time 836. Five days, baby. Five days. And I want you to know that I've never been prouder of a coach than I am this week of Nick Sirianni, who last night on opening night in Arizona spoke as if he were our, we had assigned him our spokesperson. The great stuff he said. And he went on NFL Network because they do the whole tour. And there's a lot of idiots there asking stupid questions. But at one point, he talked about our heritage. He talked about Rocky. He talked about the fight song. Nick Sirianni. I like I like all the Rocky soundtracks and all the songs there. So the Fly Eagles Fly thing's pretty awesome too. I mean, I got a two year old who before he just turned three, and before he really even could talk, he still knew that song. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. And that is why today Joe Conklin has taken the, the fight song and turned it into all the different genres. And here is what the fight song would sound like if we were reggae. Fly, eagles fly on the road to victory. Oh, fight, eagle, fight, gonna fight, it's gonna touch down. One, two, and three, gonna burn the ping, the whole town. Hit in a blow, hit in a high, hit them again, then watch eagle fly. Fly, 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 eagles fly. Positive about oh, that no. one, Johnson. What'd you think of that yeah, one? That's it. I, t- t- I took my headphones off. That was, it no, was great. you did not. It was great. I loved it. No, you not liar. Really. All right, uh, Rhea Hughes, did you enjoy the reggae version? If I was high, I would have. No, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> so far, I'm loving the opera. Opera's my opera. leader in the club. You want a second opinion? It was sensational. <laughs> what did you think of that? They both sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the tough part. That was the best one. Joe Conklin will be performing all these songs during his comedy night at the Parks Casino. No, yes. no, no, he no. won't. Yes, he, <laughs> he's a loser. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. Coming up momentarily. We will be checking out Chip Snapper's tap room. But on the line is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. How are you doing this morning? Mike, five days. I've never been more excited. I want to beat Andy Reid. Please. Yeah, I'm scarily optimistic. I've, I don't know how to handle this feeling. 
No. All right. Mm. So tell me what the the fear is. What do you to help us with the fear, Mike? Well, I'm a Philadelphia fan. You okay. know, you always wait for the other shoe to drop. But I am optimistic, and that's why I have a question for you. Not yet, Mike. I want to no. set the scene. Mike, you're a big okay. Eagle fan. It's six thirty. You're watching this at home, is that correct? Yes, sir. Set the scene. Where are you sitting? What's in front of you? Give me the whole feel. Well, I'm by myself. Good thinking. Uh, I, I get I get a little crazy yeah. when I watch them. Good plan. My, my wife gives me a padded room all to myself. Will you have a and, beverage? Uh, more than one. More than one. All right. You will more have like a six-pack of beer. Is that correct? And first quarter. All right. And will you have tonight. any munchies? Yeah. Yeah. Call Philly stuff, though. You know, Philly cream cheese on a bagel, Philly cheesesteaks, maybe some pretzels. Nice. All right. You're carving up. I like the carbs. Uh, Mike, uh, first play from scrimmage, 73-yard touchdown to A.J. Brown. How are you handling that? Well, I'll probably be happy to get somebody to come scrape me down off of the ceiling. All right. You'll be very – all right, Mike, no, different scenario. KC gets the ball first. First throw, Kelsey, wide open down the middle for 32. What are you saying there? Well, it'll be it'll be bad until Chelsea Gardner comes up and, and lights him up and the ball gets loose and then Slay takes it back for a touchdown and everything changes. Understand what mm-hmm. just happened, ladies and gentlemen. Mike took a negative play and made it positive. He's focused on an eagle victory. I like that, Mike. Mike, name me a media giant. Well, he's the only news guy I would watch, and he's recently retired, Jim Gardner. Jim Gardner. Excellent choice. you got to put Jim Gardner in there. Jim Gardner, I always, I'm wondering, it's miss been a him. month or so yeah, now. I miss him. He did, though. He was at the Jerry Blavitt. He did a great job nice. at the Jerry Blavitt thing. He Imagine to distinguish him doing the rap that uh, Jerry that's Blavitt awesome. did. It was yeah, great. Are great. you watching Jim Gardner as kind of like a blueprint? As yeah, to- I'm seeing how he's handling yeah. retirement. Because uh, it appears in the, the early days of it to be doing quite well. Hmm. Not all of them do, you know. Will you do a lot of these social events? No. No. Uh, what you will find of me is that, poof, I will suddenly disappear <laughs> from the uh, landscape for 9 to 12 months until it's time to promote my memoir. No, you won't. We do a podcast every week. Well, yeah, that's different. Right? <laughs> that's so under the radar. So you'll brush not, your hair once a week? I and... will still be performing with Rhea only on that podcast, talking only only TV, not sports. Joe's up next. Hi, Joe. Good morning, Ange. How you doing? Great. How are you? I, You know, with, I've been following you since the very beginning. God bless and you. And the early winner, not of the week, month, year, it's the generation I say this to all the WIP loyal listeners to the morning show. So true. Yes. I am so glad you said that, Joe, because people are telling me, and I'm saying to them, no, you don't get it. You do not get this much time on a radio show in one day part without fans that are incredibly loyal. And that's Absolutely. the real story of this show. And also, since... We're going to be losing Keith Jones, too. Yes. I just want to let him know that when I go to trivia night, thanks to him, my team name is Hoof Hearted. Very. Wow. I'm I honored. love that. I am honored. And you know, Josie, since he brought this up, yes. yeah, these are your final days as well. Yes, they are. Would you like to say anything at this moment? Not at all. No, what do you mean not at all? 
Jonesy, people are emailing me every day. Sad that you are also leaving. Lose my number. Are you? <laughs> but I got something for you, Ange. I was trying to do a nostalgic yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't there. happen here. No, it I didn't. don't do goodbyes. He doesn't do goodbyes. All right. He doesn't do goodbyes, Joe, but deep down, he's sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, in honor of him, I passed by the porch of Funkin' Wagnalls and found a mayonnaise jar. Ah, that's beautiful, Joe. Ready? Yep. yep. Here it is. Pond Lee Hockey. Pond Lee Hockey. What sport did Keith Jones play growing up in Canada? Oh, that's very that good. Very, very good. good. Joe, that is good. I did stuff. play hockey on a pond. He sure did. Yep. And All... I love Sam Pond. He's great. Sam Pond is good great. man. All right, Joe, give yeah. me a media giant. I don't know why he hasn't been mentioned already. Harry the K. Harry Cowles. Yeah, Harry Cowles. Great one. Very good. Great one, great one, great one. Now, I don't have to tell you, moments ago, uh, Babe Ruth said, where am I going to party on Super Bowl Sunday? I'll give you one option right now. It's Chip Snapper's tap room. Hi, Chip. I don't know if you can hear me. The crowd's ready up here. Everybody's jacked for the Eagles. Duffy's making book. Eggie's selling knockoff merch. Margaret's not sure if she if she has Eagles fever or venereal disease. I'm betting BD. I'm betting BD. Aggie has knockoff jerseys, and if you're knocked up, we have maternity wear, triple XLs. See, that's thinking ahead there, Chipper. We're greasing the poles. It's the same grease from the deep fryer in the kitchen. Enjoy oh, it. That's nice. It must smell. Duffy, Duffy's been greasing his pole since Thursday, Jonesy. Yep, he has a big one right in front of his house. People are excited. That nutty guy down on the corner sings the Eagles fight song every time the light turns green. What does he do when the light turns red? He drinks until it turns green again. He's a booze hound. Big story, Ange, for this Super Bowl is... The Kelsey Brothers. It is big. That's a big story. He's very similar to what we had down here, the Kemsky Brothers from Port Richmond. They played on different teams, too. Dad rooted for Frankfurt, and Mom rooted for Dad to send child support. You know, I don't think Mom won that no, rooting not, too often. Not often, no. no. Uh, we had a Chiefs fan come in here the other day so drunk he could barely walk. Well, we thought he was a Chiefs fan. Turns out it was a guy in a white T-shirt who got stabbed repeatedly. All right, that was blood then. That was blood. That's what was the red. Duffy's brother's going to Arizona. Not for the game. He's in the witness relocation program. That's where a lot of them end up, Jones. I heard that. Wait, yeah, I'm watching the news. They had the uh, news down here. Action News was interviewing some of the customers about the Eagles mania, and they were lucky enough to catch three muggings and a robbery live on the air when they're on the avenue. And they were there like five minutes. Very nice. The news has people sending in pictures of babies and uh, eagles onesies. I took a picture of Flinny last night passed out in a onesie. Yeah. Wasn't eagles. It looked more like a Browns uniform. Yeah. Not the so first we, time for Flinny. We ask you to send your eagle photos, so we put them on our Facebook page. Eggie's nephew sent us a picture of him stealing a car. 
Yep, that's what Eggie does for a living. We're getting a lot of pics, and we, we can't post them all. Duffy sent us a photo of himself and somebody else's wife. What? That's scandalous. <laughs> Got Super Bowl specials, Angelo. Like what? Girls on the Avenue will hum the Eagles fight song for $4. I would like to hear that. Do it twice for 8 <laughs> And in honor of the Kelsey brothers, the girls are offering a two-for-one discount if you bring your brother along. Wow, he gets a freebie. Huh. They'll take another dollar off if you pull up in a green car. Nice. That's a deal. By the way, Andy Reid, we wanted to see him down on the media night last night. He gave a nod to Philadelphia and Mahomesburg Prison. Yep, exactly. It's the same old story. Larry Krasner lets your criminals out. Andy Reid signs them. That's it. Andy enjoys criminals. Oh, we just got this in from Temple University. We found out that Hassan Reddick is being honored by the Temple School of Proctology for being this, the best single-digit player to ever come out of Temple. That's right. Your red zone is in the end zone. <laughs> we do have some prop bets if you're gambling, Jonesy. Uh, who will uh, will score first, the Chiefs or Aggie's daughter? Uh, will Flinny be able to stand for the national anthem? And uh, who will take a knee first, Jalen Hurts or Tracy from D Street? <laughs> All right, I'm going to parlay Eggie's daughter with not standing and Tracy from D Street. Not the first time that's been done. <laughs> <laughs> take the belt, Joe. See, Joe Conklin, he is going to be at St. Anastasia Church at Westchester Pike doing lots of sexual double entendres. That's in Newtown Square on February 11th. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. When we return, <laughs> let's go to Arizona for a direct report from Elliot Shaw Parks. WIP Sports Time is 855. 